for another episode of Permission Talk, and I am super excited. I might even say giddy. I got my man with us today. PT is on the ones and twos. He's at the Permission Talk table. Ladies, can y'all drop some emojis in the chat to welcome my boo thing. Hey, babe. What's up? What's up? What's up? Glad to be here. How you feeling? Good, man. I've been watching. Y'all been killing have we? Yeah, man. <laughs> Got all the special people this this season. This is good. Nobody special like you. Hey, man. But thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm excited. It. I have no idea what we're going to be talking about, which is great. Yes. So we're like, fun. yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So the topic today is never again to wedding bells. Mm. Can you uh, give your version of the story of why mm. your name, guys, this is what happened. I saved his name and my phone is never again. Because he was a great guy. Uh, can you tell him why I saved your name? In I didn't my know phone? my name. I didn't know that was my name in your phone. I have no idea why you would do you that. You don't have any idea why I, I would do that. I was really good to you. Mm. Um, I was right. I was young. You were young. There we are. Trying, That's good. Trying to figure things out, you know. Um, we never broke up mm. off and on for several years. What does off mean? That means we're together? No, it means that like, <laughs> we would have a disagreement. Uh-huh. And then we would stop talking. That's a breakup, babe. But it was never like, we're done. You know. It just never again. There was never no closure. Hmm. So that means that the door was revolving. Sad to say it kind of was. Um, my version of it is I felt like this amazing guy that was different than anybody else. Um, although he said he, well, he didn't necessarily lie, but I do feel like he wasn't always bringing his full self to the table. And I had committed to myself that I was unwilling to go on rides um, that weren't taking me somewhere. Mm. Um, and I felt like I had gotten on his ride a couple of times and I ended up on an emotional roller coaster that would take me really high, but drop me. And like, I'm at the peak of we about to get married, how many children we going to have. And then it's just like, we're out and I was done with this. So I saved his number and my phone is never again. And, but, but, okay, what happened? But mm -hmm. you are also very nonchalant. So I had no idea that you were like as high as you you know, now claim to be. Because you have to match energy. So for my ladies, <laughs> if he not giving green, you don't give green. You cannot be talking about things that he's not talking about. So for me, I'm one that always tells women, you don't have to play games in terms of like acting like you're not in it, but you don't go further than the man shows initiative. And so that was my thing. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, if you, you out, I'm out. And as I would tell my homegirls, we're going to put our high heels back on. We might cry. By myself, not with this guy, but we're not going to settle for anything less than we're worth. So that's kind of how it ended up in Never Again Land. And I think, I think this was the appetite for my voice phone call that got you back in there. I don't remember that. Y'all, it's a lot of stories. We're going to kind of try to progress. I just, um, let's, let's just move past that part. I'm going to ask the question first. In a relationship when a woman is dating a guy and she knows she she's she's a good girl. She feels like she's cool. She likes her vibe. Why do you feel like women often uh, put on the front or kind of act as if they're not who they actually are when they start dating? Like, why are they acting kind of fake and counterfeit when they actually are dope? I don't know. I was dating a girl one time. Okay. I was kicking it. And, uh... You remember her name? Yeah. I'm joking, joking. No, um... I remember... Like, I'm a germaphobe, and, like, I'm very particular. So, like, I don't put ketchup on I love this. <laughs> He's talking about me, y'all. <laughs> I actually was going to tell the story myself. You got ahead of me. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. It was a dumb conversation. Very dumb. 
But I was like, yeah, man, I would. I don't know how people put ketchup all over their fries like that. Like, that's a lot going on. That's nasty. I got to put my ketchup on the side. Two days is the same thing. It's like, you dip, like, you got to have control of the environment. Ketchup, be having ketchup everywhere. She was like, yeah, I know. I would. I don't do that either. <laughs> it went to, like, years later, just like, you don't you put ketchup on my fries. <laughs> I absolutely put ketchup all over my fries. Nobody <laughs> eats their t- potato chips with two fingers other than you. You're random. And champ. My yeah, son. And, and my son, but neither here nor there. Yeah. I feel like personally, if I'm looking at my own life in that moment, we were just kind of getting to know each other, and it was just easier to go along with to get along than to like <laughs> just standing on the whole side of the ketchup and the French fries. Yeah. Um, but in your opinion, why would you say it was good for a woman to show her natural, you know, swag? Like, what's important about it? To you? I think kind of knowing what you're gonna get, you mm-hmm. know, like for me, I, I've always been attracted to like the rawest version of, you know of you, so whether that's natural or if like we out eating and you like there's something that's just etiquette. Like don't take a to go plate home on the first date. That's just that's just country. But really don't take a to go plate home on the first date. That means you ain't got nothing to eat at home. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah you broke. That's just that's just unattractive. Very unattractive. Ladies, I hope y'all heard him. Y'all still out there. Very, looking. very, very unattractive. <laughs> okay. The waitress come by and be like, Y'all want y'all want one or two boxes and I'm always gonna say no. It's the first day, you know what I mean? Like, no, I'm good. Oh, so the guy can't do it either? No, 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 no. Oh wow, that means that he broke. <laughs> it means he broke. Got it. Yeah. So and and I'll be like, no, I'm good. And you'd be like, yeah, I'll tell you this guy. I'm like, dang man, nah man, you you got a lot going on. And then if you get my plate and scoop like. <laughs> Heck no. Nah, yeah, you is. No, man. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. You cannot raise my kids. This is the first day and you Chinese food for my plate. What if I'm just hungry and I like what we ate? That's ridiculous. Go together. Okay. Go on. So you feel like there's a part of the they got to put on? Yeah, just a little bit. You know what I mean? But I'm not saying you ain't got to like act like you don't eat. Like that ain't, that ain't cute either. You know what I mean? If you just like. <laughs> Like, how cool you like picking the burger oh, up just like, ah, you know, you can bite the burger, like eat your food, you know, just but don't, don't be taking home and don't, especially don't take no, no fried food home. That is the ultimate, you is disgusting. You take to go fries home, man. Wait, man, you got a lot going on. We got, we got, we got to talk about it. You taking chicken fingers to go fries home. You a kid. I am not dating you. That's ridiculous. You're going to put fries in the microwave. I can't date you under no circumstances. That's ridiculous. Cause you can easily go to McDonald's later. Or I'm done. You taking fries? We're still talking about French fries. I'm done. Yeah. Hey, do you got a to go? Baby, can I get okay, another container for my it. barbecue sauce? Oh. I'm never seeing you again, ever. That's how you go from to never again. Yeah, my phone is never again. That's ridiculous. You taking? Okay. Ten is home. What I, the heck? I'm 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 done on the French fries and it's a good box. Yeah, all of that. We're almost twelve years in. Greatest advice that you would have given a wife. You're one. Um, I think there's a balance of being very open about your needs and your expectations. That's good. Um, and and th- that balance of also like not not setting a tone in your in your house for being like a nagger. I think that's just a balance, you know. Because if you're a nagger, then then emotionally, I'm gonna try to avoid that. But at the same time, I don't want you upset and me not and me having and we having all these unmet expectations because I don't know what you want. So I just, I just think finding yeah finding that balance, um, and I think uh, 
you know, sound voices and wisdom mm -hmm. can help um, give guidance in that, whether it's a mentor or, you know, someone like, hey, how do I handle this? And not just trying to navigate those, you know, those spaces alone, mm -hmm. I think can just be helpful. But I think the more, you know, as they're reflecting on us, the first year or two, the more we knew like expectations, we knew buttons and we knew things to stay away from. We sure. knew topics that would just, you know, don't go there. I think that helped us with conflict resolution, which I think is like the, to me, is the ultimate test of of communication. You know, how you how you get through in and out of conflict, you know, in confrontation. So that would be my advice to your one wife. Like, let, let them know, you know, like, Hey, I would love you to do for you to do this more. Or can you help me with this? And finally, from a man's point of view, how does that come off not as nagging? Uh, because you're saying to communicate what I need. I feel like if I communicated what I need, it could come across as like a burden, and that is something that women deal with a lot. Yeah, I think the way you communicate it. Okay, you know what I mean? Like if it's like, mm. there's two different ways to ask me to take the trash out. You know, if you just like, it would be very helpful on your way out in the morning if you just take the trash with you, you know, or something like that. That's way different than, I'm tired of this kitchen stink. Like, what, you want me to take it out again? It flies in here. And every time I'm, okay. it's running over, you just, just, you're irresponsible. You know, that's like, now you're a nagger. And I'm just like, all right, you know, but if it's like, yo, it would be very like helpful for me, you know, and not having to, and I think we learned this too, not feeling like every time you make a request, you have to counter it with what what's your contribution because that's annoying too. Mm. Like you see me washing the dishes, the least you can do, or I at least make up the bed. Like I don't need your list of what you do. You know what I mean? You could just ask her. Yeah, you can just ask. You can simply like let me know the expectation before you get frustrated. The fact that I hadn't done it for a month, and now your tone is you know that you already built the case against me that. He's immature. Your mama always took out the trash for you. <laughs> you don't want to do nothing. And you are, you know, you, you're lazy. So you've already built this case. I didn't know. I just thought it was cool to let it run over a little bit. I thought, I thought you was cool with there being an extra trash bag on the side of the trash. Like, you, you know, know, I just didn't know. Mm -hmm. So I think setting that expectation and the way you set it, um, and, and pacing the expectations, right? <laughs> My yeah, God. Yeah, man. Like, if it's 10 things on a Tuesday, that's nagging. You know, there is a limit. That's a three. <laughs> three need limit. Three need limit, uh, you know, every twenty, every 48 hours. Let that Too thing, much. yeah, let that thing space out just a little bit. Like, and I'll say something else that I feel like it's helped us specifically is not also, not only uh, communicating what you need, but being open to say, like, hey, like, how, how can I, I serve you? Yeah, also, I think it's just been really helpful for both for of us. sure. You know, because sure, yeah. I think it keeps the door open of like, no, I'm not doing everything right. I mm -hmm. want to communicate because I don't want you guessing, but I also want to know how I can serve mm -hmm. you better. It speaks to humility to mm -hmm. me. And I, I mean, something else that you you brought into our relationship that I think has been helpful is um, like applauding you know, effort what you love. Yeah, and things that you like. Like, man, like thank you so much for doing that. And you just be surprised how much that like motivates somebody to want to do more of it. And so I think that's something I don't know what year that shifted for us, but I feel like that's something that's been very helpful for us as well. Just like come uh, always showing gratitude for the things we love. And then whenever there is an expectation that's not being met, it's easy to, you know, take.
That's huge. I feel like we gotta speak to the single ladies because I know it's a lot of my girls out there. And it's trending, like, it seems like later and later, guys are committing later, putting a ring on later. Um, we got a lot of ladies that are, I mean, full of really huge treasure. Um, and they're just not experiencing, like, the guy showing up or they wanna live in great longer. Like, what is advice that you would give to a woman in terms of just what, what you were looking for in terms of what would make you commit? Daughter sitting in the room, word, word of wisdom to her as she's on this single journey. Hey, y'all. Sorry for the interruption. I know you thought this was Dr. Jackie. No, 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 it is I, Keisha. But I'm here interrupting for a really good reason. I'm here to tell you to get the permission app. You guys, if you don't have it, you're missing out. There's so much happening. Community, exclusive, and the Let's Talk About It exclusive episodes that happen after every permission talk. Only live in the permission app. Make sure you go ahead, download today, join so you don't miss out. Okay, no, okay, no. now back, back to the show, back to the show. Yeah, I can't speak for every dude. For me, um, I think it was helpful not knowing how, like, how vested you were. Like, mm. because of who I was and my position and, like, what I did in ministry and then who I was on campus, like, I was very very used to girls throwing themselves like at me i mean you still like the yeah so like that for me was like just unattractive mm -hmm. in, you know in any space whether it was on campus or in the church like a girl who was just like you know that i didn't even have to try mm -hmm. and i was just like what up what up shawty and she's like hey you know i was like immediately you know i was like yeah it ain't that ain't for me uh so for me personally like not knowing where you stood, you know, knowing that there was something like we were flirting with each other, but like that you were good without me mm. was really like, like you telling me that you're going to celebrate New Year's with somebody else. It's like, <laughs> wait a minute, I ain't nobody ever did that now. You know, are you telling me like, yeah, fam, you ain't got to impress me. Like all of those things, are you being like, hey, if you're unsure about me, like we good, you know what I mean? You can go find somebody you're sure about. Like all those things for me, communicated how much you, you know, like how, what you saw in yourself and what you thought of yourself, which I was smart enough to know would be critical in my future. Okay. Because I knew I would be, even though, you know, like I had, you know, I was known there locally. Like I knew there was a global call on my life. I knew that all my life. So a part of that, I knew I had to have a woman that was secure. It just wasn't going to work. It, it would have been way too much work trying to drag somebody and build rebuild i'm not saying that you're you know should be discarded if that's your story i just couldn't have that a part of my journey i needed somebody who was secure enough that i didn't have to rebuild their identity and go after it and all that i, I just needed somebody who was like no we're good like let's roll somebody who i can run with mm -hmm. and not be slowed down by and so those things were attractive to me for a woman i'll say build that like build that muscle you know, whatever it takes. If it takes being in permission room, permission world, being around girls who like very like, no, I'm good. They like, and not that false like I can do a battle by myself. It ain't sure. that because that also ain't attractive. You know what I mean? Like I ain't, you know, dang, I don't need you like beat me in basketball. I'm just no. saying personally. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't need you like, like doing all that to me either. But at the same time, like you having like. You being secure in who you are, I think it's important for a dude that's going somewhere. So That's good. I feel like what you were describing about me particularly was actually who I was, not necessarily me trying to be something. Mm -hmm. And I think that goes a long way. And I feel like when I was single, in the times where I was stupid, 
I felt like I was trying to prove that I was worthy. Like, oh, I'm going to do all these things that he expects. Mm. That cancels out the chase. It cancels out the challenge that you talked about mm. that was appealing to you. And I feel like that women just need to hear. Like, mm. you actually holding your ground, having boundaries, knowing who you are is not unappealing. It actually makes people or make a guy work harder and pursue you more. So I think that is really good. But one thing that I wonder in terms of the whole idea of like guys committed later, many guys do do that whole thing about like having a hard time with committed because they feel like, like she cool, like she good. But like, what if greater is out there? And I know I talk a lot about like this good versus great kind of mm -hmm. thing. What, how much do you feel like that plays a factor in why guys aren't committed now? And like, how do you know when you are at the point of great or if it's good? Like what's, what's your, what's your thoughts around the good versus great conversation in regards to guys and commitment. Uh, you mean how they see women? Like, for instance, I'm talking to a girl and she's dope, but like, I ain't gonna give her the ring because like, what if somebody's greater out there? Like, what if there's still something? Or do you feel like there are signs to say like, no, like, you know, this is the one, this is your great thing. Like, how do you, do you have anything that you would say are signs that they could be looking for to know the difference? Uh, okay. All right, I was going to try to give like a, a church answer, but I'll just give a real answer. Please. That's what this is. for real. I think a lot of dudes, if I'm honest, I think media be having dudes hyped up thinking that like something is attainable or, or even that something is the goal that ain't. Wow. Like Kim Kardashian ain't the goal. You know what I mean? Like that ain't. So I think a lot of dudes be setting their own target based off of like these online models or like different stuff like on TikTok or just like oh I need my like you know what I mean like half of those girls take three hours and look like that first of all and second of all like a lot of that stuff is just shallow so I think when if I'm being honest I think a lot of dudes when they scale good to great it ain't even based off like the girl's personality it's based off of them thinking that oh no nah, I'm, I'm waiting on I'm just using Kim Kardashian. I can't. I don't know people in culture. I barely know who she is. But like that, I think people in them. I think a lot of dudes in their minds is like, yeah, no, nah, like I need, I need this. And then you know they get that and then don't like it. And we've seen that too. So um, I think when when I when I think of a guy's perspective of good to great, mm -hmm. and just from you know my my homies like coming up, a lot of that was was superficial. Mm -hmm. It was never like waiting on like a great thing uh, as far as like a girl who can hold a conversation or a girl that can hang. It was like, you know, it, it was all about, look at look at this, you know, you show a picture, look who I'm talking to. That was it. It's all about physical. It was all, that was it, 100%. It was never about, you know, it wasn't until we got older that it's like, you know, if one of my homies dating a girl, then it's like you ask, you know, I ask my, my dude, wife, like, what do you think about you know, what do you think about old girl at home dating? You know what I mean? And now it's like, we just, now I think we're just older. So no one cares about how the girl look, you really? know? No, not really. That ain't what we're talking. We care about like, do our wives like being around her? You know what I mean? Or that's like, nah, homegirl, weird. That's it. Like, now we got to consider trips. <laughs> we got to consider birthday dinners. Like, we got to consider y'all around my kids you know what i mean like it's bigger now than just is she cute you mentioned good conversation is it any other things that you think about when you think about a great girl um 
I mean, I'm 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 an old guy now, you know. So when I think about like my single days, man, that's you know, we talking. I mean, pre you is is sixteen. What, what would you want Jason to have in a girl? For me, compatibility is everything. So I think it's custom. I I, I don't think huge. there's a one size fit all. Mm -hmm. I think it depends. Like I I see couples that just match. Like Jen is great for Matt. You know what I mean? Like I can go on and on. Like there's couples that just like, oh that makes sense and it match. And for their worlds, for how they gel in and out, how they move in and out of business and out of music and out of families, like that just makes sense. So I, I, I think it's compatibility and I think our three boys are completely different. So I think they have three different wives. I don't think they're married three sisters, you know? I think one might marry a white girl, one might marry a black girl, one might marry a girl from Africa, one might marry uh, a Hispanic girl, one might, I just, you don't know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think all of them will marry the same type, the same type of girl that live in that neighborhood. I strongly doubt that. Mm -hmm. I think they all will have, and I think they'll influence each other, mm -hmm. but I think depending on their race and depending on their speed and depending on what they're into. Like already I'm seeing a separation of things that they're into. So I had a conversation um with my trainer yesterday. Mm -hmm. He was asking about um he was like, So you brought Champ a PS5 for his birthday? And I was like, Well it's really for the boys, but yeah, really for Champ, because Champ is a gamer. Like and he, you know, he's two years younger than Jace, but he's way more into video games than Jace. Jace mm -hmm. is into Keenan and Kale now. You know what I mean? Like he just wanna watch shows on his iPad and wanna, you know, Play three, play ninjas, but he ain't trying to sit there in front of us. He complained now that champ, you in front of the game all day, like all you're doing is playing this game. So, I think when it comes to relationships, it'll be based on compatibility. You know, how could two walk together unless they agree? And so, I think that's for anybody. I would tell you to find somebody who can run with you. Yeah, yeah. Not someone you have to walk with. Like that's just a nuisance, man. And then I'm sitting around wondering. I that would be miserable for me waking up. Thinking about what am I missing out on because I'm having to slow down for you. Yeah. That would, and I got friends like that, mm. uh, several of them, mm. pastor friends, artist friends, just friends in general. Mm -hmm. That's just like, yeah, yeah. Man, she don't want to go, mm. you know. And I think that what you said, the combat compatibility is custom. Think is huge. I don't think that many. I'll, I'll ask you this question. Somebody brought up to me that they didn't feel like it was. I was um, counseling them through pre well, not premarital. They were having some marital issues. I was asking her they feel like they were for each other, and she said, "I don't know if the one exists." Mm -hmm. And this whole idea of it just being one specific per person for you. But when you speak of the combat compatibility being custom, can you give your viewpoint on that? Give me your honest truth. I, I, I know it's a lot of arguments about it. The reason I believe the one exists mm -hmm. is because I believe God is God. That's my total and final answer. I just think a God that could come in a form like through a virgin, you know what I mean? And like customize that so specific through a teenage Jewish girl, like, uh, and can breathe galaxies yeah. and can have a redemptive plan for man, but not fallen angels and can, you know, like there's so much, there's so complexity, <laughs> there's so much complexity and specificity to what he does that, that like, I can't help but to think that he has my life planned out. And if he's that sovereign and if he's that Omega, then 
he had a one for me. I, I believe that. And I believe that in his goodness that he allows a collision course because he doesn't play the short game, he played the long game. So, like, you know, Isaac mattered to him. Like, it, Isaac mattered so much to him mm -hmm. that he brought Abraham from here, Sarah from here, collided them, and then let them wait all this long time and test them for this specific kid to be born that would have twins, but the oil be specifically on Jacob. Yeah. And, you know, like that, all of that, all the way to get to Jesus. Like, I just, my personal thing, I, I just believe that if he could take his time and make me the way he did, mm -hmm. knowing the hairs on my head, like ordering my steps, allowing my life to play out, then surely there's someone because he doesn't just have me in mind. He has Jace in mind. Destiny and the way he wants Jace and who he wants Jace to come through. And the person of Jace, the fact that Jeremiah once says, before I formed you, I knew you. So he knew Jace before Travis and Jackie knew each other. So that means that we had to be the ones to produce whatever. And even if it's not a kid, produce a business or create a, a ministry or create like I just I, I, I believe in the power of, of marriage. I believe in the power of union. And I believe that the God who brought Eve to Adam is the God who brought Jackie to Travis. That's my personal belief. I believe the same thing. Yeah. I feel like the conversation is centered around a lot of uh, customing, customization. Um, and I speak a lot about like authenticity in general. My last question for you. I've been hitting you with some hard ones. Um, when you think about your spouse and really this idea around them absolutely being their God created version, like who God wants, not necessarily, or I wouldn't say, uh, absolute in opposition to what Travis wants, but God had something in mind concerning the girl that he gave to Travis. How do we make space for our partners to authentically be who God made them to be? Mm. How do you do that? Mm. Practically. I think a lot of conversation. Okay. Um, I think a lot of um, honesty and, and there being a safe place to be honest. Um, and um, I think that that's what, for me, was very helpful in our relationship, even to the day that I'm able to really be bare and really like I don't have to. If I feel something about something, you know, about someone, about something, about a situation, I can be very raw and not just in that rawness. And you always give me a broader perspective and I try to do the same for you. But in the in that they're they're shaping, in that um I'm able to get things out of my head. You know, I said from the stage this past Sunday that you're my therapist, but it's real. So but in that like I'm able to like get things outside of me that I might have been contemplating. And I think those things help sculpt like the purest and the best version of me. I think authenticity is a discovery. Sure. I, I don't like you, like if you, if you just say I am who I am and I'm just, this is my authentic self and you want to stay there, then you, you dismiss evolution. And then mm -hmm. I think you minimize your own effectiveness. And I just don't think that's smart. I think that's stupid. So I think for anybody, I think authenticity is a discovery. Um, but I think it's one that's, that is, um, that gives way to vulnerability, that gives way to transparency, that gives way to honesty in order that hopefully the Holy Spirit, with the help of your partner, your help of mentors, uh, can help sculpt you into 
the the best version of yourself, you know. And I think that, and then that is authentic. But I don't, I don't think like I don't know if I'm making sense. But I don't think authenticity is like this. Like I am who I am. Yeah, I think I'm becoming who I'm becoming. And I want you to be on the journey for that. Yeah, but I'm real about where I am. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it authentic. That's good. What makes it authentic is not arriving to a place, but it's being real about where I'm at and route to wherever God's taking me. That's huge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want, I, I did say that was my last question, but this came to mind when you were speaking. Your actual advice for a person that feel as, feels as if their spouse is in opposition to who they're becoming. Because I only I thought about, when I was on a podcast and a lady asked me, how has you, have you played a role in like my hair journey? And I could only imagine if you only like weave. Mm. And God was really trying to help me to love me without extensions. Mm. Like, or if I was trying and route to be a greater speaker and you wanted me to only be at home or in the back, background. Like, I don't know what a world like that would be. But I do want to give advice to women because a lot of people live there. Mm hmm um, I think I think counseling. I, I I'll say first. I think that's just very important. Um, I, I think the, the 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 difficulty becomes not knowing how to communicate the difference or the gap, right? And I think the the more you can get tools to communicate that gap, I think the the more the gap can close it and um. And, and when I talk about gap, I'm talking about like what you need from a person or what you desire from them okay. and what they desire from you. And um, I, I, so I think counseling helps that. I, help, I think it helps give language to like, this ain't what I need. Because even though like we have an amazing marriage, we could count our arguments on, on, you know, on two hands and God's been very gracious to us. There has been seasons where it's like, nah, I need an, I need Jackie to be somebody different. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where, and I didn't know, and the frustration was that I didn't really know how to communicate that. I just knew this wasn't working for what was happening to me in that season. Okay. And vice versa. There's been seasons mm -hmm. where it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, Trav, you're not being like, that was cool for them, but like, you're I'm not different. being, yeah, I'm different and you're not, you're not being who I need in this space. And that's either slowing me down, causing the distraction, causing frustrations, um, or just causing us to misfire. And those expectations are not being met. And there were seasons where even sometimes we didn't know how to properly articulate that. And I, I always tell people the worst time articulating when you're frustrated. I mean, sometimes you don't know you're frustrated until you're frustrated. And they're just like, I've been pissed about this. I ain't even know I was pissed about that. But somebody <laughs> says something, be like, well, I'm glad, to do, I'm glad it's open. Now that we're here, let me go ahead and tell you all this stuff I've been holding. So... I think counseling um, and just helping that. I think, but it's important that you both make a decision that, hey, we're going to stick this out. And and that's why I think it's important to marry, right? Because that does become an added, like, pressure point. Sure. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that God's not in it. It doesn't mean that God can't use it. It does mean that it, it is a thorn that could have been possibly avoided mm -hmm. or can be avoided if you marry, right? But sure. if you did marry somebody based on potential or marry somebody in hopes that they would turn or marry somebody who y'all were running together and y'all were on the same page and they decided to break their leg or decided to get off the train or decided to put their eyes on somebody else or decide those things happen too you know what i mean like y'all could i i mean i've officiated weddings i've been at weddings where it's been like man this God is here work. <laughs> like this is perfect mm -hmm. and then somewhere along the way it's like ah you know but somebody can make that decision that's the that's the 
blessing and curse of free will of like mm -hmm. someone can decide I don't really want to go this way no more. Yeah. I've seen that over and over and over. Mm -hmm. So I just think the commitment, the vows matter and the commitment that we're going to stick it out. Mm -hmm. And just because it's hard doesn't mean it's not God and doesn't mean that it's not useful. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, yeah, I think even in that, you know, you there's still growth that can be happening on both sides of becoming, yeah. you know, everything God called you to be. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I do want um, you all watching to take away um, one of the things that I feel like helped us so much, even in this space of like letting Travis be who he is, who I am from season to season, has had a lot to do with communication. Mm -hmm. One of the major things that I feel like helped us to get away from the passing cargo syndrome or like essentially he's carrying a lot of cargo. I'm carrying a lot of cargo, but we're going in opposite directions and we don't know how to show up for each other to be able to help carry the weight is like just stopping even at night. Just like, how was your day? Where are you? How are you? What do you need? Like that really changes the game mm -hmm. and has been super, super helpful for us. So I just wanted to offer that. Um, I asked every other guest this season, so I have to ask you because you're a will. What's the secret sauce for the season? At large, it can be random, anything. <laughs> what would you say is the secret sauce of the season? I would say uh, rhythm, you know. Right. Um, one thing that's been helpful for me, I, I think everyone should name your days. Mm. And so like, so you're not guessing with your week and guessing with it with 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 your rhythm, like knowing, hey man, you know, for for example, for me, you know, Sunday's church, this is what it is. Monday's Sabbath, so that's my rest, that's my recovery, it's my recreation. Tuesday's school, you know, Wednesdays meetings for church, Thursdays message prep, and school, you know, Fridays if Friday is a treat if I earned it, you know what I mean. So if like if I'm done. With all the other work that I need to get done, all my meetings, all my press, all my, you know, schoolwork, whatever, then Fridays become a luxury. If not, then I have to also, like, that day is a flex day for me. Mm -hmm. So that morning, I might have to actually use it to play catch up or finish some stuff or whatever. Saturday's family day. Thursday night's date night, you know, movie day. So name your days. And I just think that that helps create structure in your life. I think everyone, for me, that's been the sauce for the season. Everyone has the same amount of time, you know, mm -hmm. and the only, a lot of people feel overwhelmed because they're playing catch up to a schedule they don't have control of. Mm -hmm. So like name it, name like, hey, this day I'm tackling this. And that doesn't mean that I can't do other things that all of us can't be called, but this is going to have my weight, you know, the majority of my weight is going to be on this specific. So I know it's very practical, but for me, it's been like helpful in the season. Any other things before we call it? Love you, proud of you. This is amazing for me to talk. Thanks for having me back, man. I love it. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned. Bye. I want everything he has for me.